0: Hello, America. I'm Robert Reese, and welcome to CEO Show. We're here today with Trammel Crow. How are you, Trammel? Fine, thank you very much. Good to meet you, and an absolute pleasure. And I'll tell you, everyone listening in, you've heard the name Trammel Crow before, and he is part of the legacy. But he has been doing something for many years that is really significant called EarthX, and we're going to learn everything about the environment. And a lot of you there know that I actually majored in environmental studies in 1983 at Michigan State, and it was too early back then. But but here here you go. So let's first talk about Tramel Crow. You grew up under one of the most iconic dads and the iconic business people of the century. What was that like? Well, it wasn't that iconic, but you know,
1: we all—all all we six kids—grew up as the company was built. So we weren't these little spoiled rich kids when we were children. We became spoiled later. My parents really lived simply, uh, and they were modest people. There weren't any jetting around to islands and so forth. So it was a pretty normal upbringing. Uh, by, by the standards of the 1950s.
0: And then you you went in, you started out working really um, warehouse leasing back in Denver, and you grew with the company and you became CEO for about seven, eight years of Trammel Crow. Well, uh, of, of a division called the Dallas Market Center, which
1: is a trademark, apparel mart, the world's largest permanent wholesale complex, I must put in. And my brother Harlan eventually became CEO of Trammell Crow Company. But there was little nepotism, many partners. And and Harlan has run the company for about 25
0: years, ever since that big real estate crisis, you remember? Absolutely. And, And the interesting thing, when you look at Dallas and what you've done, some of the best CEOs I've interviewed, like Kip from the Container Store, or my first ever was Herb Kelleher. There's something unique about Dallas that has Southern hospitality and it has just entrepreneurship tied together. What is it about Dallas that makes people such great business people?
1: It's not the old South. People in Arizona would say it's not Southwest. We've always kind of felt both. So I think that's it. There is a lot of Southern blood here. Uh, but, you know, ever since Alamo, we've had a lot of Tennesseans uh more and more people moved down from the north so it's becoming you know bigger and more urban and all but uh, uh it's not a unique friendliness it's a unique attitude and that attitude is you know what it is in Dallas anyway we don't we think nothing's impossible we're not in the modern silicon valley or new york oh, i like this.
0: so tell me One more story about Trammel Crow. Tell me something, a lesson that you learned from your dad that has resonated with you through your lifetime.
1: Maybe the most relevant uh, is when he took me to a development here in Dallas. I wish I could say it was when I was six or something, but I was probably more like 16, not listening as closely and looking at my watch. And uh, it was green space. And there was a river and wetland by the highway. And he said, we do not own this land. We're stewards of this land. That's not original, but for a real estate
0: developer, it's pretty good. Absolutely. And and that's the exact transition because that put, let's talk fire in your belly, like you, you mentioned, that put a fire in your belly and you went on to, to work on an incredible vision. Talk about the founding of Earth X. Well, when I retired, I finally
1: did what I wanted to do all my life, growing up in the 60s, and seeing on the cover of Saturday Evening Post, Rivers on Fire, I carried that all my life. So I uh, went to the city of Dallas, said, let me do the Earth Day. You don't really want to do it because it was a piddling thing. That's what happens all over America. But Earth Day, as far as an event, is mainly uh, a, a myth. And there wasn't a rule book. So we did things that made sense, might not have made sense otherwise, and it's turned into something that's never been done before. Explain. Well, my image was what Earth Day was. I thought that there probably was a manual somewhere that Earth Days still occurred, and there's an Earth Day in in Hyde Park in London with booths and tables and environmental groups, and in Paris and the Place de la Concorde, the same thing, in Tokyo. So exhibits, let's say, with general public and environmental activists and so forth. Turns out that doesn't happen anymore, but we did that the first year with 200 organizations, mainly uh, uh, environmental groups and general public, but we had businesses in there too. It wasn't too long after that that the local chapter of the Sierra Club took me to task for having those corporations but we all know that's what has to happen. And in Texas, it's natural to do it. So most of what I, we've uh, innovated here wasn't necessarily uh, difficult to figure out, just common sense.
0: Yeah, well, no, I, I like, you know why? Because you tell the truth, you tell it like it is. So the real question, what you're getting about is is unity, is your message, your leadership message of unity and the shared future and how you break down these barriers, which is what you've been doing, in a sense. If I may,
1: you're absolutely right. I remember when I was a kid, uh, Richard Nixon, who was a very bad guy to me at, at that age and at that time, talked about the silent majority. But you know what? We've always had it. We still have it. The media doesn't, makes it less apparent but the silent majority, there's something they say. There's something like 11, 12% of the far left that you don't have to talk to because you're not going to get anywhere. There's something like 18% of the far right, same. But that, that
0: 70%, they want practical solutions. That That's what you're focused on, is practical solutions. So... If someone wants to be involved in EarthX, how do they get involved? Is there a website they go to?
1: EarthX.org and uh EarthXTV.com. And sub- or you can subscribe to channel uh, Spectrum Communications on usually channel 139.
0: <laughs> there, there there you go. One one thirty nine. And y- you took this uh, approach. I I um There's an interview that you had in The Hill, and the author discussed fighting a battle for what was clean business. Now, you talked about the integration of business and environment in Dallas, and that's growing. What does that term clean business really mean to you? What is your real vision of what could happen? You've been working at this for ages. Well...
1: My vision really is that this event that we have, uh, maybe it's selfish to look at it the way this event we have becomes a permanent national event. Our conferees that come from the science ocean world to our ocean conference, those speakers, that's all national. But the exhibit and the hordes of people are local. I'd like somebody to say to his wife, uh, Betsy, next spring, let's not go to Vegas for the weekend. Let's go to Dallas for Earth Day.
0: And they see kind of a Disneyland experience. This is Robert Reese on the CEO show, where we interview the CEOs who have reinvented the fabric of America. We're here today with Trammell Crow, who is the founder of EarthX and EarthX TV as well. And when we come back from the break, we're going to find out about EarthX TV. Back in a few. Hi, this is Robert Reese on The CEO Show. We're with Trammell Crow. And let's talk about EarthX TV because you have this whole vision you're talking about, and you're really putting the seed in Dallas, but something that can infiltrate throughout the DNA of America and the world, perhaps. So tell us about EarthX TV. There is no TV
1: station until now in the world that has. Fully Environmental Programming. I would have thought National Geographic, but, you know, they have changed, and maybe they have a couple of nature films a day. Environmental Programming covers all issues. It talks about the problems and the challenges. Uh, I have no experience in that business, but the Earth X has so many conferences this year, I think it's 17, on different subjects, that we have the content... It's almost like you just put a camera in the conference room and you get all that knowledge. I've learned that the public won't watch that. So we've begun acquiring product, making our own in-house series that frankly deal with issues that other channels haven't been willing to. Uh, we have six hours of new programming every single day. Uh, Twenty-two million. Uh, 13 million homes in America soon to double on Spectrum Communications Channel 139 and in Europe all the way from Ireland to Romania
0: something like 30 million homes. So this reach is is significant but you're not just talking about right now everyone's talking about climate change global warming you're talking about so many more topics. First of all if you if you Talking about
1: climate, you have to decide which 50% of the public you want to watch because the other half won't watch unless you talk about it in certain ways. Uh, so if this was your question, we have programs on we, – we, we approach it indirectly. It's entertaining. It's very entertaining. I was worried that it would be too fluffy, but we'll have a couple of fellows whose business – is zero escaping a yard because the cost of the water and the availability of the water in arizona is too high now so they make it attention getting and fun to get in there and tell tear the hell out of that yard or a fellow that takes beautiful old cars this would upset some people and turns them into electric cars so there are things the public want to watch and the messages
0: are kind of uh, subtle at this time We'll get there. Well, well, I like what you are, if anything, and, and, and Trammell, in, in full disclosure, this is the first time you and I have met. You are a really practical type guy. I know I've read you're, you're Republican and you're uh, fiscally responsible and you're, you're deeply tied in more than anything into the environment. So you're, in a sense, the middle of where America could be.
1: I think America is that middle. When you say Republican, you know, the parties change over the decades. So I'm a green Republican. Both parties aren't as appealing
0: as they used to be. Oh, OK. So l- let's talk about the concept of reputation. So here you went, you put your life into real estate. But, you know, one time when you were about 16 years old, your dad inspired you. Uh, But that's what you're working on. So what does the whole word of reputation mean to you in America? The
1: word reputation? Yeah. I don't worry about reputation very much. If I did, I'd be very, very worried. Uh, Reputation, to me, tends to mean the image and opinion that people have about someone based on uh, a... Based on hearsay, that usually has to do with superficial things like money or appearance.
0: Yes, you asked the wrong guy that question. <laughs> and, and, question now about CEOs, our audience is CEOs. If you had an opportunity, which you do right now, we have about 600,000 listeners listening in, and about 51% are CEOs. What would your message to CEOs be about the future of America? We're in deep trouble. It's a number of reasons.
1: Climate could be the primary reason. The solutions are going to be many. They already know that, and they're thinking about the many innovations. But there will be many lifestyle uh, uh, solutions, like diet. So it's going to be the... Environmentalist type of sacrifice and change of lifestyle, and the corporate innovation that's going to pull us out of this. And some people believe primarily innovation. So, for speaking to CEOs, they're doing it now and they can do so much more. And I will say at our event, we have a conference with 100 startups for clean tech, ag tech, ocean tech, and 100 investing organizations, VCs to family offices. And after that one day, several startups are funded and they,
0: they, they solve problems. Y'all come. <laughs> yeah, that, well, there, there's, the, there's the Dallas, Dallas um, hospitality. It's right. so, always, I say, entrepreneurship tied in. Any final message to our audience?
1: They might appreciate my uh, uh, repetitive pounding because they're salesmen too. So I'll say April 21 to April 23, 2023, Dallas, Texas, the biggest green gathering, more conferences, et cetera, than they'll ever see, and
0: is solution-oriented. And everyone listening in, what you're hearing from Trammel Crow is solution-oriented. It's about the silent majority of 70% who want to work together to build a great America, who who are going to go on April 21st through 23rd down to Texas, and if they can't make it, they're going to go to... E Capital Seven. There There you have it. And EarthX.org or EarthXTV.com, is that correct? Yes, sir. And, and you could always go to Spectrum 139 and, and listen to it all.
1: Uh, I appreciate you making us sound so good today.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I, w- I want to tell you, for, for, for a guy who majored in environmental studies, like Reed Hoffman, the founder of LinkedIn, said, Robert, you have to have a two-year e- two runaway. Runway, don't be too far ahead. Now, I took my major in 1983, so I was 30 years ahead. But you are really doing what I had always wanted to do when I was a young guy, going to school in michigan so and travel, always want, I, I always wanted you. to do the environment there you go there you go so so a pleasure having you on the ceo show travel.
1: thank you nice to meet you see you in dallas